Trivita presents Healthy You, inspiration and information to keep you moving towards wellness so you can achieve your life's purpose. Now, here's your host, Michael Ellison. Welcome today. I appreciate this opportunity to uh, share information with you, and I think you're going to find this interesting, what I'm going to be sharing with you today. And uh, yes, Healthy You is really important today. We hear so much in our world concerning the unhealthy aspects of uh, the pandemic. And, you know, wellness and health is more than just the physical aspect. There's also the emotional and the spiritual And when fear becomes so dominant in our life and we get it in the press, we hear it in the social media, and it really is driving the panic environment and the decision-making process, not in all aspects, because there are some really talented, experienced, educated leaders in our country that are doing their best to address uh, this pandemic and uh, the coronavirus. But today I thought it was interesting because one of the things that I try and do is always add information to help you in your uh, understanding and decision process for your own life because there's a lot you can do to energize your immune system and not only energize your immune system but also to lower your inflammation. I've said it so many different times, but I think it's worth repeating and that is the World Health Organization says that the greatest health risk that we have today to humanity, this is anywhere in the world, is chronic inflammatory-related conditions. So if that is the greatest health risk that we know of, then each one of us should be looking at ways that we can reduce inflammation and that we can live a much healthier life. Well, here's what's going on right now related to the research being done and noted uh, in China. Uh, This is where the coronavirus, uh, according to some people take issue with it, but let's just say that that's where the news media began to report on it was in Wuhan, China. And in that area, okay, there was significant outbreak and now it's spread throughout the world. My information is not to uh, challenge any of the various opinions out there as to who, what, and where. All I want to give you is the information for credible sources. This was reported by MedicineNet. MedicineNet is a um, LLC of WebMD, uh, very credible. And they released a report on March 9, 2020 that there is new Chinese teams that are adding vitamin C as potential therapies and new clinical studies that are occurring related to vitamin C uh, in being able to help the immune system as it needs to be energized to defend the individual from the virus. Dr. Penn He's an MD of the Department of uh, Critical Care Medicine of Wuhan University, recently registered a phase two clinical trial on clinicaltrials.gov. Well, that would be recognized worldwide. 
to test the efficacy of vitamin C infusions for the treatment of severe acute respiratory infection associated with the novel coronavirus or what we know as COVID-19. The clinical trial description states that vitamin C, now get this, the clinical trial description states that vitamin C reduces the inflammatory response and both prevents and shortens the duration of common cold. The description further states that insufficient vitamin C is related to increased risk and severity of influenza infection. I want to just point out right there that what we know when we hear the word uh, inflammation, we know that there are many different ways that we can through our diet, through dietary supplements, through the way that we move, because yes, that's a part of our detoxification, the way we breathe, the water we drink, all of those things are in your control and the actions that you can take to be able to boost and energize your immune system. Well, the participants in this clinical study, they are going to receive 24 grams of IV vitamin C for seven days. That is the length of this particular clinical trial. Now, there are two other clinical trials that are being reported by Richard Chang. He's a MD. He's the editor of the Chinese edition of the Molecular Medicine News. And that goes out to, uh, you know, physicians all over the world as far as related to it. So in these three clinical studies, what they are reporting is that vitamin C is a potential therapy. And the one that is right now getting the most notice is the one that is the IV way that they are giving the vitamin C. And Dr. Chang, in talking with the principal investigator, was told that it's very promising in high doses of the 24 grams per day to the COVID-19 patients, and it leads to major reduction in inflammation. I thought you'd find that interesting because now you can look at what are the things that you can do to be able to, again, support your body, because what is your body really, really doing? Your body defends you from not only viruses, but toxins and all the different ways from infections that are coming at us, your strong immune system. So when you eat, I know in the past we've had many cultural views in regard to eating. I think there's a new way of looking at eating, and that is giving us energy to and giving us immune energy so we can defend ourselves in the world that we live and live a healthier life. I don't like to live in fear. I don't like to be a victim. I like to feel like that there are things that I can do in my decisions on a daily basis that brings a better result from those decisions. Yes, there are times when maybe we don't always make the best decision, but if that's our goal, we're going to make a whole lot more that are good decisions than we will in different decisions. So in our world today, uh, in this pandemic, just use it as a time in which you might want to consider living for what matters most. 
And that's something that I'd like to spend a little bit of time with you right now. So talking about that in this, you know, this time of the pandemic, maybe it's a time for us to evaluate our way of life and to look at the impact and the mandatory directives coming at us from the various governments, whether that's local or whether that's national, in what we can do and what we can't do. I think the question that we all have to seriously grapple with is, really, what matters most in life? I think that question is so insightful because it uh, truly reveals how we identify with our values, our behaviors, our habits, and even addictions we may not even realize that we have. Like, for instance, I have many friends who love sports. And when basically all sporting events were shut down, some of them have come to find out that they're not only uh, in love with sports, but they are addicted to sports and they're having a hard time adjusting to a life without sports. Their world has truly been rocked. Well, is that the most important thing in life? Probably not, but it's easy to get caught up in the absorption of that. Just 60 days ago, our political views, they divided us. I mean, they separated us from the, the essence of what really matters most in our life. We were so divided that we argued and we debated and we resented. And I mean, there are times when really angrily people cause physical and emotional damage to one another because of different political views. Well, one thing that is happening today is that we're beginning through all this shock and the challenge uh, that is in front of us is we're beginning to realize that maybe our difference of opinions and beliefs and positions can become secondary or can at least be compromised the way we have been living our life to something bigger than ourselves and actually allow us to consider living for what matters most. We hear it repeatedly, what matters most is our health, is our safety and care for one another and especially for the most vulnerable. And uh, we talked about, okay, who are most vulnerable in the beginning of our podcast? Well, it's people who have chronic inflammatory conditions. Those typically are caused by poor lifestyle choices. And I know we don't all like to accept that as far as in regard to responsibilities. We like to blame it on genes, and yet we know that genes, now through the uh, epigenetic studies, that we have triggers on our genes. And when we make good decisions, the good genes are turned on, and the bad genes, that trigger, they re remain turned off. So I encourage you during this time to just look at all aspects of your life and say, you know something, I can make decisions. I'm in control to do what matters most in my life. And again, my, my point here is not to determine or debate or question the why and the what and the how, but just simply to raise the question during this time to each of us that we can learn and we can better identify for living what matters most. This really could be potentially the greatest pivot point 
in modern-day history for living for what matters most. You know, I follow the uh, business world. I also follow the health world. And one of the things that I noticed prior to this uh, pandemic back in 2019, more and more in our world, we were becoming social conscious of doing good. Businesses had to do more than just offer products and services for sale. They also had to contribute into a better contributor into the social aspects of our world and also the environment of our world. And so by having this already in place, what this pandemic I think is going to do is accelerate that in our lives to push us closer to living for what matters most. Yeah, prior to uh, stay-at-home government mandates, uh, many of us were a little too busy for family time, you know, not enough time to bring the family together for family meals, maybe too tired to spend quality time with family members, you know, from the hectic lifestyle or the chasing of the sporting events, too tired for quality time, Uh, well, maybe too tired to spend time to pray together, to play together, and just be together. I think this can be a time when our lives can take a different view and for living for what matters most. One of the things that I notice when I go driving by the parks is I see more families in the parks right now than I have seen for years Dad's out there with their kids, playing ball, playing the various sports, just being there. And it's from, you know, little toddlers all the way up to the teenagers. It's so great to see families together in a way that maybe will bring living what matters most in a greater degree in their lives. Yes, if there ever was a time for us to evaluate what matters most, it is today. And I would like to offer in our podcast today, you know, a a scriptural view of that. Because in the scriptures, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Though I have faith, so I could remove mountains, though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and understand all mysteries— and all knowledge, but have not love, it profits me nothing. And now abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. It's my prayer and hope that during this time of isolation, you know, the stay at home, the social distancing, those are all important in the pandemic. But also may this be a time of reflection and decision-making of living for what matters most. We have three pathways of choice. To remain indifferent, to restore indulgence, or to seek the influence of living for what matters most in life. When we give ourselves this opportunity 
to truly prioritize what matters most through the lens of love. Life may look different in the future. Loving God, loving family, loving friends, loving life, and yes, loving oneself may be what we consider as living for what matters most. Our differences may matter less. For sure, our love will matter most. That's my commentary today in regard to addressing the time that we're living in right now of this pandemic. I think it can be a great pivot point in your life as it is in my life. I just want to let you know that I'm going to have another podcast in a couple of weeks because I am going to interview Olivia Reams. Olivia is a PhD. She's a researcher. She has spent much time researching in the area of uh, emotional and mental health, and she has a lot of information in regard to the pandemic and what anxiety is doing, what fear is doing, and the concern in regard to our health. And I think you'll enjoy uh, listening to Olivia as she begins to help us understand you know, the aspect of anxiety and how we can take control of our lives really in a time when it feels like there is no control. So be sure and tune in to Olivia and our podcast that we'll be notifying you in just a couple weeks. Thank you for your time with me today, and may you live with greater wellness. Thanks for listening to Healthy You. This is provided for your information only and may not be construed as medical advice or instruction. These statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It is intended for your general knowledge only and not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment for any specific medical conditions. Always seek the advice of your physician with any question you may have regarding a medical condition.